It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, Ron, we're waiting. Can you make a decision, please? I'm begging you. That and much more on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you aboard. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We are a daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. My co-host, David Harrison, is covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation and as well, Commander Country. He will be back later on this week with Crossover Thursday as we get you set for the Cleveland Browns and the Washington Commanders. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. You can find us live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time or anytime on demand or live uh, and for free along with this show on the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, when we're not here or there, we're on Twitter or traveling we're doing something uh david is at d harrison 82 i am at russellmania 621 the podcast at lo commanders today's episode is brought to you by ultimate football gm ever dreamed of becoming an nfl gm and managing your football franchise well then this game is definitely for you to download the game just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores our listeners get a 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps locked on in all caps in the game all right well we start with this uh it is late tuesday afternoon as I record this, I tried to wait as long as I can. The news has not happened. Uh, the news has not come out. We are still waiting for Ron Rivera to make public a decision on the starting quarterback. So again, still no official decision revealed to the public and apparently not to players and nothing that has leaked to Ian Rappaport or the media, the rest of the media that is. Rappaport seems like a guy that they very much favor in terms of getting the message out to for whatever reason they have. Um, So as we record this, we still don't know officially. By the time some of you watch or listen to this, you'll find out. You'll probably know. It'll probably come out late Wednesday morning, somewhere in that range, uh, maybe early Wednesday afternoon. Either way, we'll find out together. Um, Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Commanders, said when asked on Tuesday afternoon when he said he would make the decision early in the week. He would make the decision early in the week. Again, it's supposedly now Tuesday afternoon, and we know we're probably not going to get it revealed until Wednesday. He said, 
nope, we've got meetings today that we're going to finish up. And then we'll talk to the players tomorrow and we'll go from there. So he's saying that he won't inform the players until tomorrow, meaning Wednesday. That's not early in the week, Ron. That's middle of the week. You said early in the week after the San Francisco game. Now you're saying we're still in meetings. We're still deciding. We haven't let the players know. He was then asked about the factors in making this decision. He says, I want to make sure I've got the opportunity to speak to everybody before I make a decision. I want to make sure I've got all the thoughts and ideas and concepts. And again, at the end of the day, the decision is going to be based on what I believe is best for us going forward. What I think gives us the best opportunity right now. That's what this is really all about. So wait, Ron wants to, Ron's going to make the decision that he feels is best, that gives us the best opportunity, but he wants to talk to everybody to make sure that they get their thoughts ideas and concepts out to him before he makes a decision an hour later, two hours later, a couple of hours later, whatever it might be. A lot of this just doesn't add up, guys. I'm just going to be honest. I think this is an absolute smokescreen. I think the decision's been made. Uh, I think Ron is just simply not revealing to the public who the starting quarterback is because he'd like Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns to think about both quarterbacks, to prepare for both quarterbacks, to spend as much of their week planning for two quarterbacks as he possibly can. And there's nothing wrong with that, but let's not, let, let's not act like this decision is going to be made Wednesday morning. Let's not act like this decision hasn't been made in almost every possible realistic scenario in if there was 100%, 99% that the decision hasn't been made. I mean, I'm just going to shoot straight. I'm calling bull crap on this. Ron Rivera's already made the decision. Okay. He's already made the decision. And if he hasn't, that's a bigger problem. Quite honestly. If he's going to wait until Wednesday morning to finish wrapping up talking to people, the game ended Saturday night. He had a five-hour flight home. Yes, Sunday was Christmas. I'm sure he gave most of the staff, you know, as much of the day off as possible. They had Monday. They had Tuesday. They didn't make a decision? Come on, please. Give me a break. And oh, by the way, it should be Carson Wentz. That's who should start this game. He finished up the game on Saturday. Led him on a scoring drive, was decisive, beat the blitz a couple of times, the little flip pass pressure as he was getting sacked. Sure, the two-point conversion didn't work out. He got essentially sacked on that uh, by Bosa. The touchdown catch to Curtis Samuel was perfect. Seven route dropped between the hashes and the sideline, back shoulder or over the shoulder. Nobody could touch it. I mean, Carson Wentz was really good. Now, Carson Taylor Heineke was good up until the turnovers. Up until the turnovers, Taylor Heineke had put up two touchdowns uh, and he had thrown, I, and I thought he had his best game. I thought he had his best game up until that point. And remember what happened on the first drive when the Sun Monster got Jahan Dotson. Could have had another touchdown there. 
Taylor Heineke had his best game, I think, as a starter this year. Now, some might disagree with that because of the way it ended. But if you were being realistic, if you were being honest, before those two turnovers, Taylor Heineke had his best game of the year. Now, he was benched, and he had the two turnovers, but the bottom line is he had his best game of the year, in my opinion. And that's not such a humble opinion, but I know what I'm talking about, okay? So here's why it should be Carson Wentz. Here's why it should be Carson Wentz. Led the team again on that one full scoring drive. Bing, bang, boom, perfect. He was never benched earlier this year. People forget about that. He was injured. There's a difference. Had surgery, so on and so forth. He wasn't ready until a week and a half ago against the Giants. He wasn't even in uniform until then. He needed a couple of weeks of practice. The offense has been stalling. And the defense, special teams, and run game, those three components, and many of you would argue the coaching being another component, has held this team back. They have not been able to generate enough in the last month or three games sandwiched around the bye. And they almost lost a fourth in a row, if you think about it, or non-win in four in a row against the Atlanta Falcons. If not for Deron Payne getting his hand up and knocking away an interception uh, or knocking a, a ball up in the air and intercepted by Kendall Fuller, they would have had three losses out of their last four games and the tie. Wentz is the guy that they determined was the man. In the offseason, in, 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 uh, before even free agency started, they thought Carson Wentz was the guy. Now, has their, has their view on him changed that dramatically? I highly doubt it. I don't think it has. I think they realize that he has much more limitations than they were hoping. I think they know that. But I don't think that they have sat here and said, oh, my God, Carson Wentz stinks. He's horrible. He can't get better. He can't improve. We can't go back to him. We can't play him. I don't think they thought that at all. So to me, I think for all of those reasons, I think Carson Wentz should be the starter. And there's more. He's the better talent. This is a must-win game against a good pass defense and a really good pass rusher in Miles Garrett. Now, listen, he gets sacked a lot, more than Heineke. But Heineke gets sacked, too, as we've seen. Uh, five sacks against the Giants before the bye. Uh, a couple of sacks, sack, force fumble. A touchdown in the Sunday night loss against San Francisco. Nick Bosa lit him up like a Christmas tree off the right edge. And that led to a fumble and a turnover. I, I, again, I mean, I can't tell you that that Taylor, maybe he doesn't get sacked quite to the degree that Carson Wentz, but he gets sacked. The notion that he doesn't get sacked is crazy. He gets sacked, guys, period. So, like, again, to me, Wentz is the better talent, always has been the better talent, has the higher upside. Now, whether he reaches that, I, that I, I can't control. That I don't know. But I know he's got the higher upside. I know he's, and I know he still has the belief of the coaching staff. Now, why it should be Heineke. He arguably, again, played his best game of the year, uh, despite the two turnovers to end it and get yanked on Saturday. 
he shouldn't be blamed for everything, right? When it clearly isn't his fault. The run game wasn't working. The offensive line stinks. The play calling is questionable. The defense was getting gashed for big plays. Special teams was sloppy. Penalty a palooza. Questionable coaching decisions by Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, and more. Against a really good opponent, he led the team to a 5-3-1 and record, right? There's a lot in the hopper, if you will, for Taylor Heineke. But ultimately, ultimately, Ron is looking for a spark. He's looking for a change. He's looking for a different feel, a different vibe, a different response. He's looking for what Carson Wentz basically gave them in week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and until the very end, gave them in week five against the Tennessee Titans. That's what he's looking for. And I believe by the time you, many of you watch this or see this, you'll see that Ron is thinking the way I'm thinking, or I'm thinking the way Ron is thinking, and that it'll be Carson Wentz. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, certainly I will admit it, and I will be happy to admit that I was wrong. But I think it will be Carson Wentz. I think it will be Carson Wentz. All right. When we return, what Jay Gruden had to say and about the quarterback situation, uh, and also what kind of leash is each quarterback, depending on who it is that is the starter, going to have? That's coming up next right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, this episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football G. That's right. Ultimate Football GM. We're really pumped up to have them aboard as our new partner and sponsor of the Locked On Commanders podcast. It is the mobile game, Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Who doesn't, right? Well, this dream and this game is absolutely for you. You manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, you lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the coaches, the coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, building facilities, navigating free agency, the draft, all of it. If you want to be Martin Mayhew with a little bit more juice, this game is for you. You can play against your friends. You can have bragging rights. You know the deal. Locked On Commanders listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps to make sure you check it out today wherever you download your games. Apps, just download the game. Visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Again, that's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card all right thanks again for making the locked on commanders podcast your first listen and watch of the day good to have you with us i'm chris russell uh david harrison will return later on in the week so 
For your second listen and watch of the day, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, it's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So Jay Gruden appears every Monday morning with Pete Medhurst and myself on the Team 980 uh, and on the Odyssey app. You can listen to it now live, on demand, uh, on replay, uh, on podcast. You, You got the whole deal. Uh, So Jay, the former head coach of the Washington NFL franchise, uh, that Ron Rivera replaced him uh, ultimately with Bill Callahan in between. By the way, Bill Callahan coming back to FedEx Field. He's with the Cleveland Browns uh, for the first time. Jay said if it were his decision that he would likely stay with Taylor Heineke. But he understands going with Carson Wentz. He felt that neither of the turnovers were really Heineke's fault and that it was a good first three quarters. And again, I've said repeatedly since the game ended during the game that you could tell this was Taylor Heineke at his best at his best. He was rocking and rolling for almost three full quarters. He really was. He was better than he had been. So Jay cited that Jay, Jay cited the, the record, the leadership, all of that, the mobility, um, the now experience that Taylor Heineke has, but he also said he would understand if you go back to Carson Wentz. And this is a head coach, a former head coach, that saw his share of back and forth and forth and back at quarterback, right? If you think about it, in 2014, they, um, I mean, in 2014, they had Colt McCoy, Robert Griffin III, Kirk Cousins. They went back and forth to all three of those guys, started with RG3 in Houston. Uh, and eventually McCoy and Cousins and back and forth, back and forth. 2015, uh, Kirk Cousins was announced as the starter, and Jay stuck with that because he knew what kind of damage the carousel had created. Okay? But then even that caused some problems. Colt McCoy felt misled. Robert Griffin was upset, so on and so forth. Then Cousins starts for three years. Then he gets let go in free agency. 2018, Alex Smith comes. Now, Jay Gruden wanted to bench Alex Smith. I don't think Alex Smith was Jay's guy. That was a Bruce Allen, Dan Snyder decision as usual. Uh, 2019, started off with Case Keenum, okay? Then went to Dwayne Haskins. Then to Colt McCoy. I mean, it was back and forth and forth and back. Then he got fired, right? So... You know, as a head coach, as a play caller, you want to provide as much of a stable situation as you possibly can. I think that's why Jay would ultimately go with um, Taylor Heineke over Carson Wentz to try and provide as much stability as you possibly can. Because there's then the thought that if Heineke doesn't work out, you can pull him quickly, right? And and that's just the thing that I believe. If Heineke is the starter on Sunday, he's on a very short leash, very short rope. And I think that will be maybe less than a half, maybe at the half. We'll see. If he, of course, plays well, null and void. But the second that he starts a string of bad momentum, of bad turnovers, what have you, he's gone, just like he was in San Francisco on Saturday. I think with Carson Wentz, he will have a much, much longer rope, a greater leash, if you will. 
Because again, remember, Carson Wentz is the guy they chose. Carson Wentz was not benched. He might have been eventually. I believe he would have been. But he was not benched. He was ineffective, but he was not benched. They believe that he is better off this time around. More experience in the system, more practice, less pressure from playing, less spotlight, less interviews, all of that stuff. Remember, there was a lot of pressure on him in the preseason. I believe, again, Carson Wentz will be the starter and will have a longer rope, even if he's struggling at half or into the third quarter. I believe if Taylor Heineke is the starter, that he will possibly not even make halftime. That's how I see it. Maybe that's unfair, but that's how I see it. All right, coming up, an updated playoff picture and the Hogs strike back. That's next right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, guys, this episode is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a state of new, uh, a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find an episode from the league available as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL. It's narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The League is an eight-part docu-series about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport of pro football. You won't want to miss these stories spanning from 1940s all the way through the present. Head over to Locked On NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcasts. It's available now. Audible. Get in the game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, we're wrapping up the Locked On Commanders podcast. Good to have you again with us. I'm Chris Russell. Uh, David Harrison will return with Crossover Thursday coming up. And I'll be out the rest of the week. I'm going to go visit my uh, kids and family in Ohio. All right, so here we go. Playoff update. The Commanders at 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. They take on the Cleveland Browns at 6-9. and nine. The Browns still technically alive for a playoff spot. Uh, from what I was told, I've heard different things on that. I haven't had time to figure that out just yet, quite honestly. But they are 6-9. and nine. That I know. 1 o'clock Eastern time on Fox. Of course, the Commanders then take on the Cowboys in Week 18. We don't know the date, time, whatever of that magnitude of that because the game, the situation might be sorted out by that. All right? The Commanders can win and get in the playoffs if they win their two games and need no help, period. They beat Cleveland. They beat Dallas. They are in. No help needed. However, they can clinch a playoff spot, believe it or not, this Sunday at home against the Cleveland Browns, but they won't know until probably about 7.30 or so Assuming that they win, which is the most important thing, they win, and then they would need a Seattle loss against the New York Jets. They play, again, in the late window. They would need a Detroit loss 
to the Chicago Bears, they would need a Green Bay Packers loss or tie to the Minnesota Vikings at Lambeau Field. Now, just a note, all of those scenarios would have to happen for the Commanders to clinch a playoff spot this Sunday. And again, they wouldn't find out for sure if they win until 7.30. If they lose, obviously, they find out right away. But they wouldn't find out until maybe 7, 7-ish Eastern time, somewhere in that range. Matt LaFleur, the Green Bay Packers head coach, is 17-1 and in regular season games played in December and January as the Packers head coach, including 15 straight December wins. Now, the good news? <laughs> the good news, Sunday is January 1st. So technically, that statistic is, is not necessarily uh, valid, if you will. But you get the point of how good they've been. And boy, are they hot right now. And they are alive and kicking. So you do not want to open the door again to the Green Bay Packers. So again, a Washington win, a Seattle loss to the Jets, a Detroit loss to the Bears, a Green Bay loss or tie to the Vikings. All four of those scenarios have to happen for the commanders to clinch a playoff spot on Sunday, New Year's Day. Aaron Rodgers ended his weekly interview on Tuesday with the Pat McAfee show saying, quote, go Browns, because he knows they need help from the Cleveland Browns. All right. Last thing that we have for you is this. So on Sunday, the commanders were planning on, high, on, on honoring the Hogs, the legendary offensive line group, some skilled players, uh, one of my colleagues, Rick Doc Walker. They were planning on doing that along with unveiling the new team mascot, which is either the Hogs or a hog or a dog. And everybody clearly understands it's going to be the Hogs. Although with this organization, you never know. So we should never say clearly uh, because they could screw this up 17 ways to Sunday and choose dogs because they want to throw a curveball at everyone. Well, on Tuesday, a group named O-Line Entertainment LLC, which was formed by original members of the Hogs brand, which features John Riggins, Joe Jacoby, Rick Doc Walker, Fred Dean, Mark May. Not everybody, but those guys that I just mentioned. And they've built this O-Line Entertainment LLC, and now they have filed a lawsuit against the commander's organization. So in case you don't know much about the Hogs, in case you're a newer fan, obviously the famed offensive line group, 82, 90 to 92, the three Super Bowls, all that, the Hogs claim that the organization, the Commanders, rebranded their names to Commanders last year or earlier this year, and now they are trying to profit off of the Hogs brand and name, which they say they have a um, a copyright, a uh, protection um, coming out in early 2023. A federal trademark is the word I was looking for. That's when they expect to receive it. So what they are trying to do is say, whoa, 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 wait a second. You're going to come out and market the hogs and sell tickets and sell T-shirts and sell merchandise, hogs, 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 hogs. You're going to have a picture of a hog, right? Maybe the hogettes. The hogettes are going to be there. The hogs are going to be there. 
or they were supposed to be there, or some of them were going to be there. Uh, we're still trying to sort all this out. But they were expected to be honored by fans on Sunday. So apparently they tried to amicably, according to their lawyer, resolve the dispute behind the scenes, but couldn't get it done. So the lawsuit says, quote, without substantial control and compensation, key word there, the original hogs do not want to be associated with the commanders under its current ownership and management and require that their legacy and brand is protected, end quote. So basically they're saying the guys that are listed here weren't planning on being at FedEx Field to be honored, right? They do not want to be associated with the commanders. Now, John Riggins has his own issues. I, I guess Joe Jacoby wasn't going to be there again anyway. Uh, Doc Walker is at the home games. He does work for the team in some capacities. Uh, I don't know about Fred Dean and Mark May, but the bottom line is that we don't know exactly at this point what is going to happen. Now, the team issued a statement saying, quote, we are planning a celebration of the greatest offensive line ever to play the game. The Hogs are a key part of our franchise's history, and we want to keep their legacy alive with the next generation of fans. We have been working with the Hogs on this event for six months and look forward to welcoming them and Coach Gibbs back. Now, J.P. Finley said of NBC Sports Washington 106.7, the fan, the commanders do not plan to impede or financially capitalize on the Hogs trademark. The problem is, if they're going to put out any logo, any merchandise, any jerseys, any shirts, any hats, any anything with the Hogs, that is impeding on their trademark, which apparently they have filed for and expect to receive in early 2023. As usual, this is a complete poop show. This is a complete mess. And only this organization can do it. Only this organization can have it blow up in their face quite like this. And maybe they deserve it. Maybe they deserve it. I don't know enough of the details. I don't know the negotiations. I think both sides look kind of greedy here, if I'm being honest. Um, but who knows the extent of the actual negotiations and what was being asked for, how much money, so on and so forth. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to know. But here's what I do know. It looks bad. And it looks more bad for the commanders than it does for the Hogs. Why? Because the Hogs are beloved. The commanders are anything but. Dan Snyder, Jason Wright, anything but beloved. And that's just the bottom line truth. And that's how the fans are going to see it. And it looks like, it looks like, I want to caution everybody, it looks like this might turn out to be another complete disaster. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. I guess we will find out together on Sunday. David's got you the rest of the way this week, crossover Thursday and more. Our final game preview says stay tuned for that, support him, and make sure you listen. We want to thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Come on back for the next episode. Again, David will have that for you. Check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter to the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to hop in, it's 301-615-3577. Again, that's going to do it for us today. For David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders, for SI.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you Sunday, me, after the game from FedEx Field. David will be with you the rest of the week. Happy New Year. 
And thanks for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.